as I finally get sick of the baby's bullshit, make sure that you guys are following me on Facebook at Shenanigans Podcast, on Instagram at Shenanigans underscore podcast, and on Twitter at SWFriendsPod. And as always, you guys can follow my personal Twitter at It's underscore Chris. That's I-T-S underscore K-H-R-I-S. Guys, make sure that you're subscribing to the All Doctor YouTube channel. There is a new episode out right now. We covered the Mary J. Blige uh, My Life documentary on Amazon Prime. Definitely don't want to miss that episode. You guys can follow us on Twitter at All Docked Up, IG at All Docked Up Pod, and you can just search All Docked Up Podcast on YouTube. Um, also, if you guys are into drinks and you live in Vegas or you're coming to Vegas or you're already in Vegas, hit up KOD Bartending on IG and Facebook. If you guys missed this month's podcast happy hour, make sure to head over to JBug's platform to get your fix. JBug's link as well as the rest of the gangs are in the show notes. I'm joined this week by my good homie Doug from the Struggle Plate Podcast. I've definitely been wanting him on the show for a while now, so I'm glad it finally worked out. As always, I had too much fun with your boy. I'm sure you guys will enjoy it. Anyway, it's episode 127. Let's do it. Hey guys, it's me, your girl Chris. This is episode 127 of Shenanigans with Friends. As you guys can see, I am not alone today. I have the very good homie, Doug, from the Struggle Plate Podcast. Please say hello, Doug. Salutations. Good evening. Good morning. Good afternoon, friends. (laughs) How are you? It's been so long since I've talked to you. I know. It's, It's been a while. I'm doing well. Just in the middle of reorganizing my life once again, you know. Yeah. Podcast. I feel like the last strong. time we talked, the last time we talked, you were like doing the same thing almost. Like, I mean, the last time we fit, we like the last time we saw each other, you were basically about to do the exact same thing. That's full circle. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. I'm always on the move. <laughs> As the thoughts would say, I catch flights, not feelings. So, Goodbye, yeah. Doug. <laughs> <laughs> what I do. Uh, what I do. All right. So let's thank just you, get into it. it. Of course. It. Stop it. It's nothing. Um, okay, so let's just get into it. I will let everybody you know, we'll do all the social stuff at the end. So um we got some stuff to go cover. Mm-hmm. So let's go ahead and start. Um let's talk about white boy Rick coming back after all these years to sue the people that made him white boy Rick, essentially. So if you guys don't know the story very, very briefly and in a true Chris fashion, I'm going to give it to you. So, okay, this 14 year old kid and his dad was a hella fucking, he was a buster, right? And also his sister was like a drug head and she was dealing with a drug dealer. And so the buster ass dad was like, Hey, FBI, I want y'all to get rid of this drug dealer so that my daughter could not be a drug head like, you know, anymore. And so they was like, mm, maybe we'll do that, but we're going to need you to tell us who these people are. And he puts us, they put some pictures out and the dad's like, I don't know. I don't know. But then Rick somehow, cause he's always around his dad is like, Oh, that's, and that's, and then I know who that is. Oh, and I see him yesterday. And so they were like, oh, okay. Well, we'll try to get rid of this guy for you if you let us have your 14-year-old so we can put him undercover and to try to catch some more bad guys. But it, in the midst of all that, 
there was some drug use. Some I'm having them having him uh, purchase drugs from one drug dealer to sell it to other people. Just a lot of shady things that you just definitely don't want your 14 year old involved in. Um, to the point where I think he got he got fucking shot all up in his middle. Like I think his like his intestines separated in some shit. Like it. It got deep, is like what I'm saying. Like it got so deep that people, like, well, obviously he's an undercover plant, so people didn't know that he was an undercover plant. So he was that nigga, so to say, right? Like, like he was like he was amongst all the other ones, and you know what I'm saying, and doing the same dirt, meeting and knowing the same people, shaking the same hands, and then when he got he got he got pulled over or got caught with some drugs and stuff and all of those FBI friends and all those people that had him under surveillance and all that stuff like that they disappeared so he basically got um he went to jail forever like or like for life with no possibility of parole um and so now he is fucking suing them cuz he's like what the fuck i was 14 years old and that's basically a quick um summary of right white boy <laughs> Typical Chris fashion. <laughs> what like niggas was doing this. They was like, he was like, and then it was like. So <laughs> 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 oh, oh, now, shit. white boy Rick is in his like fifties, um, because he's been in jail for like since he was eighteen, um, and he is, I think, suing them for a hundred million. Um, and of course it's not going to like give him the eighties and the nineties back, but like it would help him with stuff on his books, I guess. Like, I don't really know what's happening. Um, how do you feel? <laughs> how do you feel about him suing these niggas? To me, it makes sense. Cause you left this little nigga out high and dry. They could have gave him a slap on the wrist and like a, on the wrist and like a ticket, like for that shit. They could have just took all his shit and sent him on his way. I mean, usually outside of february i give a little bit more of a f- about white people problems but um just a, like 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 a, like a tad bit outside mm-hmm. of february um especially uh drug dealers i don't necessarily care um mm-hmm. you know i'm mm-hmm. of the of the old traditional sense they've been killing us and raping us you no know, since the <laughs> beginning of time mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. why are we doing it to us all the time 100 mil yeah, I don't care, Mr. White Man. Like, you yeah. Know, uh, sorry that your daddy's a piece of shit, you know. And that's very bomb behavior. Sis was low key a, <laughs> a clucker, you know what I'm saying? I'm sorry that your sis was low key a clucker, but. Like, High key. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't, I don't, I don't know what sympathy feel for white boy Rick. Isn't it Detroit, right? Wait, say again. Is he like out of Detroit? Uh, yes, yes, a Detroit mm. white boy. Mm. 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 Um, you know, he lost thirty three years of his life. His daddy's gone. A lot of people he didn't get to see. You know, before they died, his kids grew mm. up without him. Um, just because he, I think he definitely got somebody pregnant at like seventeen or sixteen because he was out here doing the white boy Rick shit. So, um. Uh, so, you know, he's just, he's mm. hoping that it will open people's eyes to like the bad shit that cops be getting involved in. And 
you know, basically I said, I don't really know what else a hundred thousand dollars is gonna do for a nigga that can't get out of jail. Like, uh, I don't know. Noodles, mad noodles. Uh, take a number, white boy Rick. Take a number, white Rick. Like, you know what? Shout out to the white drug dealers. You 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 into a white you ever like ran into a white drug dealer? I've never ran into a white drug dealer. Mm, only in movies. I feel like I've only seen them in movies. I've seen Do one. Do they exist? And he was like, <laughs> yeah, he, he, it was more like, the, you know, when I was driving from Louisiana to Vegas, uh, I saw mm-hmm. some, you know, little meth dealers, you know what I'm saying, across mm-hmm. New Mexico and Arizona. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. Eisenberg, you know, <laughs> what's my name, but like, right. <laughs> if we're talking like some hard, like some hard drugs, nah, I can't. Mm-mm. Yeah, Mm-mm. I mean specifically when we're talking about crack and like the neighborhoods that he was in and shit, like they were our neighborhoods. So, yeah, it's like Detroit. Ugh. Ugh. I can't mess with white boy Rick. Is it could be. You could attribute him to some of the stuff that's still not right in Detroit. Like, not him specifically, but like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, poisoning the communities. My sister. Yeah, man. Yep. And then, get, and let me be quiet. I was about to say something else. I'm not going to say that. So let's move on. Because <laughs> 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 he definitely had a black baby mama, but we ain't going to go there. Okay. So. Um, speaking of niggas in jail, (laughs) let's talk about Lil Nas X. Now, I'm not necessarily here to talk about the video. I watched it, um, and it, I was entertained, I I was entertained, like, in some way, shape, or form. Like, I guess, I don't know how to explain it. Like, I just, like, I expect these things from him. So, like, the things that he does don't, like, it doesn't really shock me anymore. Um, I'm just very used to, like, just thinking of, like, the most outlandish shit that's going to make a fucking, uh, fucking heterosexual man just fucking head explode. Like, that's, like, that's, like, those are, that's his aesthetic. Like, that's what he goes for, like. um, So, I'm not really here so much to talk about the video. I mean, we can. But I'm really more so to talk, I'm here to talk about what the video represents and like what the message is behind it. Cause I don't, I feel like people don't really realize, like I know he'd be doing a lot of stuff for like shock value and I know he does a lot of stuff to like piss off Christians and stuff like that. But like, so he has a lot of like good things that he has going on. And I wish that we could like stop judging for a second and start talking about the thing, the good things that are coming out of this stuff instead of just like how he's like offended you. So, 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 so what is the good, so what are the good things that he does? Cause I'm, 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 I'm you know, <laughs> I was, uh, well, I mean, he's, uh, a, he's befuddled. <laughs> <laughs> I listen, I'm not saying this shit isn't wild, Doug. I'm not, I'm not saying okay. what I'm saying okay. is is that All right. okay so for instance the reason for the themed like so if you got if you know his last video where I think Nas was like uh, the judge or something he was like getting in trouble and then this video picks up where he's getting sentenced and so he goes to jail for that but the whole like 
premise of the video is like the jail thing, but it's actually to like kind of let people know that he joined forces with the Bail Project, which is a national nonprofit organization. And basically what they're trying to do is they're on a mission to end cash bails. Because like if you know one thing that keeps people like us and people like him in jail is when we go to when you go to the fucking thing and they fucking or your bail hearing or whatever and it's like oh we'll give you bail but you got to come up with ten thousand dollars like black people don't generally be having ten thousand dollars people of color don't generally just be having that shit lying around um same thing when like when they when i mean there's a, a a nice portion of the gay community that's arrested on like frivolous ass shit and the same things happen to them um then especially on top of that when you're gay and black um, so I like, I'm, I don't know, I guess the visuals just don't shock me. Cause like, especially when I, when I can pull it up, when I can Google and find out that it's a bigger picture here. Um, it's called the bail X fund. Um, and like I said, it's basically, they're trying to end cash bail. Um, they, any of the money that they raise and any money that he's raising because of this and the videos and stuff like that is all going to this bail X fund. Um, and it's, a fund that has already posted or the bail project has already posted over $47 million in free bail assistance for like over 17,000 low income families across the country already. So I can just imagine how, uh, what an up, what an uptick they're going to get now because of this. Um, And again, he visually, whatever, but go ahead. I'm going to let you talk. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. Cause you know, I listened to the song and I was like, all right, little Bob, you know, and you know, me being the, 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 the music guy, you know, that's what I do on my yes, podcast. Yes. Yes. Uh, and back when I had my old podcast, Red Cups and Wine Glasses, I remember first talking about Lil Nas X, um, when he came out with, uh, Old Town Road, um, for the very first, yeah, like way before it it blew up, and you know, country music basically shunned him in the beginning, and then they welcomed him back in. Like, come here, like. Um, so I listened to this new song, "Industry Baby," with Jack Harlow. I was like, "This is a bop." I it is, and then I was like, "Okay, yo, I ain't make it past like forty two seconds." You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like I, I'm, you know, uh, all I'm going to say is I'm more into vagina than penises. Uh, Fair enough. Fair so, enough. You know, that's just where we're at with all of this. Rock on, you know, or maybe not rock on. I don't even know what to say anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, Okay, so on a mature note, I mm-hmm. understand Bill, you know, coming from the city that we come from. Uh, mm-hmm. I see people. Cash bills destroy mm-hmm. fucking families. Like, I know that sounds like, yes. I, know, I know that might sound extreme to some people who don't understand, don't. Or under, like, understand that situation, but that shit really can ruin people's family, lose people's houses, lose people's cars, like a lot of shit, guys. Like, it's very detrimental. Yeah. Bail bonds, man. I don't trust bail bonds. You know, um, if this is a, this is Lil Nas X's brand, and from after watching those blurred, you know, third legs 
I was like, Not okay. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> this is the bread that we're gonna we're gonna stick to this, you know. Yes. And like he's he's typical he's typical PK preachers kid his pop preacher. That he's definitely you know giving you those PK vibes, right? Like <laughs> Yeah. Like doing the like, most. <laughs> like like for the greater good, I'm gonna twerk on the devil, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Walk around naked and eventually make some money off of it, you know, and help other unfortunate folks at the mm-hmm. same time, even though I low-key feel like it's all a conspiracy, you know, set up by the record labels, you know what I'm saying? But that's just my Interesting. opinion. Interesting. Yeah, I think it's all conspiracy. I am conspiracy, brother. <laughs> He was my favorite brother out of all the other cover brothers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I am conspiracy uh, brother. Go ahead, Lil Nas like, X. Montero. Right. I mean, basically, like, whatever you're going to do, bro. Like, But my thing is, like, I just, it's, I can get over all the, like, stuff that's, like, the shock value stuff. When I like, when I know that like that's not the only thing that he stands for, you know what I'm saying? Like that shit's important to him because yes. of sexuality and like and whatever, like that's dope, like whatever. Like I, if there's yeah. anything that I want anybody to ever take out from any of my episodes, it's fucking do you. So whatever that fucking looks like or whatever that feels like, whatever that sounds like, do it. But it it's for me, I can the shock value. I can just. It's not as shocking to me, like, I guess when I know I can, it's a quick Google search, search and I can figure out why the video was themed the way that it was. Or, like, what he's doing in between these videos that we're seeing. You know what I'm saying? So, listen, I think he's, I I think he's doing an amazing job. But you know what's so funny is that I don't really ever, I can't ever really recognize a not Lil Nas X song on the radio until I, like, somebody tells me that it's him. Or, like, I see the video. It's so crazy. Um, you've got a kid here who is just trying to unapologetically be himself. Um, but like I said, also with a fucking message and a fucking meaning behind it. Um, like I said, the bail project, $47 million in free bail assistance. Like that, again, I don't know how that sounds like to people who don't understand that, but that's fucking major. That's so fucking major. Um, so the fact that he is, um, a part of this and he's able to, um, to help contribute to this. Um, the people, his listeners are able to contribute to this. That shit is so fucking amazing. Um, he has a website. It's the Bail X Fund um, that you guys can visit if you guys want to donate. People are definitely donating, which again, that's the point, right? So like he can do all the shock value stuff and he can make people upset and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, if money is going to the fucking bail projects, like I'm here for it. That's That's it. You know, as my grandma said, as long as your heart's in the right place, baby, then that's exactly. all. Exactly. Exactly. And you see, and I did that. I, like, I came back in. Yes, yeah, you really did, it, and I appreciate that. But no, true shit. Like, as long as I can't tell somebody how to be themselves, I can't tell you how to live your life. But as long as I, as long as I can feel comfortable and know that your heart's in the right place, that you are 
and that you're not just out here trying to wake up every day figuring out ways to shock people to death but like you're also like waking up thinking of ways to like help the community like help the community that you were in and even though i'm sure a lot of them have shunned him he's still you know it's still his community so hey man all, all the only thing that i worry about with people like that is that the toll it eventually takes, you know, only, you know, from the critics, you know what I'm saying? That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, the others, they, them, you know, it's the only thing that I get a little worried about, you know, because I think about my my fallen heroes, you know, Kanye West, R. Kelly, you know, fall, those kind of people. Heroes, you know? My fallen heroes. <laughs> they are fallen heroes. Kanye West is my hero. I wanted to be like Kanye West when I was a kid. And, uh, um, not anymore. And he's giving me mad Kanye <laughs> You don't want to be like Kanye now, Doug? <laughs> no, 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 no. You don't want to be, be living you in be Denver. You don't want to be depressed and divorced. <laughs> <laughs> from a from 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 somebody whose thing has more mileage than a never mind listen <laughs> listen it's it's used to it's used to them and new to him okay listen okay let's 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 move on okay so speaking of things that people can't wrap their minds around right um this story immediately took me back to a Black Mirror episode. I'm not sure if you're familiar with the show, but it is a sci-fi show on Netflix, guys, where it is like a little briefly into the future, I can say, because a lot of that stuff seems very like it could happen in the next 10 years, but like very like futuristic, but also current um, TV show. And there was an episode... Um, I feel like I should tell you guys about the episode first. If I tell you what happened, so in the episode there is a guy, and he has he's in a relationship with his wife, super in love, and she dies. I can't remember what happens, and I can't remember if it's like a car accident. Something happens, and she dies. Um, and he is having a really really hard time dealing with that, right? And we get that. We can we can understand and subscribe to that feeling of like losing someone and just having a hard time of letting it go. Even if they don't die, like you can break up with somebody and have a hard time letting that go. Um, so he, uh, someone told, Oh no, sorry. I'm, I'm saying it's a he because of the story in the, in the thing. Is it a girl? Yeah. It's a woman in this, in the movie, in the, in the TV show. So it's a woman that lost her husband. So she, her friend is like at like a yoga class or something. And she's like, Oh, well, I lost my husband two years ago, but I still be talking to him. And she was like, what? And she was like, Oh, cause it's this website. And like, if you like send them some information and like some key points about your husband, like they can basically recreate him into like a chat situation. So you can like pull up your computer and be on aim with your like deceased person, like person right so and it's just like a it's an artificial intelligence bot a chat bot much like chat bots that you are familiar with except they are compiled uh with personal information so that he can respond the way that he would respond or or say things that he would normally say and things like that um it was so much for her that she loved it so much that she went into the upgrade portion of it and then she buys a silicone body um, she puts it in the tub. She pours like some like 
sugar packs on it or whatever to like, it's supposed to be like enzymes and like nutrients. And then she wakes up and it's a nigga standing her room. And it's not only a nigga because it didn't have no face or nothing. But after she put those enzymes and shit in it and did what she was supposed to do, like he came and it was her husband, like face and body, everything, her husband, except he was still a fucking chatbot. So like he, unlike her husband, they wouldn't have arguments. Um, and it got to the point where she was just, she drove herself crazy with this and ended up killing or trying to kill him because he wasn't her husband, but she, but like, she went through this like long rabbit hole, but he was her husband. He was a fucking robot. If that makes sense. So the reason I bring that up guys is because <laughs> there is a man, let's pull it back even further. Um, your boy, um, what's that nigga name? Why well, can't think of this nigga name? The Tesla nigga. Elon Musk. <laughs> yes, Elon. How can we not think of a weird ass name like that? <laughs> Elon Musk um, is he is a very large uh, monetary contributor to this company called what is it called? Hold on, hold on. Damn it. Oh, Open AI. Okay. So, um, and when you hear about OpenAI, a lot of people are going to throw Elon Musk's name out there, but I don't think that he has anything to do with like the technical parts of it. He just, he's just funneling money into them so that they can do their research. Um, so there's this man and he got hooked up with this service. And basically what they did is they did the first step of that, of that Black Mirror episode. So they compiled text messages. They took his phone, took all of the text messages that he ever sent, uh, took pictures from Facebook. They all compiled this like this data pack on this dude, and now it comes out in a in a chat. So she can just say, or he, or sorry, in the the real story, it's a guy and the girl died. So she could just he could just be like, hey, honey, how was your day? And she could just be like, like if she was me, and she'd be like, oh, you know, shit, just chilling. Like, and that's what it would say. <laughs> Smoking. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Smoking, high as fuck. What's up? Like <laughs> regular Chris shit. <laughs> In normal Chris. Regular Chris shit. Right. So that's what mine would say if I was there, y'all. So, so um, and he loves it. Um, he's only had it for like a couple of months now, but I'm scared for him. Because <laughs> like, um, there's there's so many like I, what Doug, um, how do I express <laughs> how do I express that something's wrong with this? <laughs> it's important to like know that like artificial intelligence is a thing of the future and it's gonna happen. It's happening right now. There are people that are following you on social media that you think are real people, and they are not real people, they are fucking AI bots. Okay. So I I need to like also be like conscious to the fact that this is something that's probably going to just be like super all over our world in the next decade or so. But like right now in 2021, how do I express that this is so bad and so wrong? Like, Wait, so you mean that like the other hundred of my listeners aren't from Indonesia? No, no. <laughs> First of all, that nigga in Indonesia don't even speak English. <laughs> it's not from Jakarta. Oh damn no. shit, man. <laughs> damn, you, and you and you and that's so funny you said that because you you look at your fucking listening stats every no, fucking week no, or shit and you'd be no. like, how do you fuck how you listen to my show? Like I got niggas in Jakarta? I got like, niggas uh, in like, Bangkok? 
Nigga, yeah, tune in yeah. for the locks and uh the locks and dip set. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> Damn, that's lit. That's I... very lit. Like they learn <laughs> English and everything just to understand my my ghetto ass. Like, <laughs> man, like I don't get. See, now I don't watch those shows. Okay. Um, you know, because my mama said it's the devil's work. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> Because I, I was very shook. I was very shook after that episode when I was like, I understand what your mom was talking about. And 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 like you know, for a very long time, uh, I was under the belief that women will never be satisfied. You know, so like, watch out, homie. You know what I'm saying? That's what I gotta say. Like, even if you perfect, you know, it's like, why your ass so fucking perfect? You know what I'm saying? Why your ass doing all this shit? You know. Yeah. That's exactly what happened in Black Mirror. She got sick of him, like, just being like, oh, of course, honey. Sure, honey. Anything you need, honey. Hell yeah, honey. Like, he got, she got sick of that. And she's like, nigga, you would never say yes to that. Like, why are oh you being like, like, well, what do you want me to do, honey? Like, and he's just, like, giving oh, her all those positive affirmations to the point where she, like, literally tried to kill him. Oh, my God. Yo, can I just say something about that? You just, okay. like, brought something up, right? So... Mm -hmm. I've been reading this book, exclusive, exclusive. You know, I love I'm books. About this I stuff. love books. <laughs> Me too, girl. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've been reading uh, this book, and it's really helped me change my perspective on a lot of things, including relationships, right? Mm -hmm. It's called mm -hmm. No More Mr. Nice Guy. And it's basically fitting along those lines that you were talking about. You know, um, how these dudes who are quote unquote nice guys, uh, I know which I was definitely that guy in my last relationship, and how basically you're just supposed to be like your authentic self, you know, like yeah. not just agreeing to shit, you know, and uh, how low key women be testing dudes, you know, like unconsciously. <laughs> Very fucking annoying, you know. And basically, the guy was, you know, one of the examples that he gave was was when he was the author. Um, he was saying that he he's like a therapist and was mm -hmm. interviewing a couple. No, he was counseling a couple. Mm -hmm. The woman just basically said, "Every time I ask him if he wants to go to the mall, he says yes." And now I've gotten to the point where I just ask him to say no. You know, I was like, well, what the fuck, dude? You know what I'm saying? But Because she's trying to but, figure out why the fuck you keep saying something yes to some shit that you don't want to say yes to. I, I know, I know. But it's like mad annoying. Like, you can just get your ass up and leave. You know what I'm saying? Like, but but I yeah. get it. I I get it. We, we it, it, it goes along the lines of just, like, keeping things fresh, switching things up always keeping, you know, the, your partner mm -hmm. on their toes and whatnot, you know, like, it took me a long time to uh, truly, truly understand that. So that dude, long story short, who's going to get this whole procedure, he's going to be in a world for her. He's going to be in a world for her. I just, because again, we're talking about a robot that essentially that's again like I'm gonna never really disagree with him 
Um, never really do that. And I'm also thinking that why would I program a robot to disagree with you when you're paying me to give you this robot? So I'm definitely not going to do that. Right. Um, but I just worry about like, is he going to stop leaving his house? Like what is happening here? Like, and, and and then like, I don't really trust Elon. Like I, like I get, like I get Elon's thing or whatever, but I don't really trust him. So like, how do we not know that they're going to email him in two months and be like, yo, you trying to get that upgrade? Uh, And we're just going to send you a, a silicone body. And then your bitch is gonna be back. Like, <laughs> I, I, don't trust, I don't trust the nigga who named a kid after a symbol. Okay. I how do I don't I mean, trust you Prince, if Prince I can't was a say whole your ass kid's adult. name? Prince was a whole ass adult when he decided to become a symbol. You know what I'm saying? He made that conscious decision as an adult. Like, <laughs> like I, don't, I just don't I know that it's fair. I don't trust hey, what's you. The symbol? Name- what's the symbol? I don't know. It's like some. It's like some code, you know. What I'm oh, saying? it's not like, like a hashtag code. or nothing. No, it's not. Yeah, it's like some Greek letters and some coding mixed into the middle of it, you know, with some little African letters, you know what I'm saying? A little, little Hebrew, you know. I don't How is know. the teacher gonna call her? I, I I don't even know it's a her or him. Quite frankly, I think it's a boy. You know, oh, I but, thought it was a girl. I don't know because clearly easy. we don't have a name to determine. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she who now he or she, hey man, we're in the pronoun era, all right, right? You know, he, they she, them, who, they, they and, who won't be named, <laughs> yes, <laughs> who shall not be named, who has no name. <laughs> let's, use all, let's use all the pronouns that we can get. Not get let's do that. Let's do that. Let's do that. Please and thank you. Oh man! So like they're like they are oh, the shit. company that does this is is like boasting on like stunning accuracy and things like that. But then they also because they do because like I said they basically this is just research right like that they do and they offer these services but like you like we couldn't just be like hey let me get an AI of Tupac or Biggie like we couldn't do that like you it's like me. like. Like that shit is like super like elite, like an invitation only kind of thing that he got, right? But I but they have the company that's doing this has even said this shit is very dangerous. Um mm-hmm. and like people are already using um this stuff now. Like like I said, like the bots and shit that say they be listening to our podcast and shit. Like so on a very low level, these things are already out there, but we're talking like and also think about when like the elections happened and when COVID-19 and all that shit started, all those fucking misinformation things online, a lot of those motherfuckers mm. were chatbots. So where you mm. thought that you were arguing, when you remember when you thought she was arguing with a bitch about wearing a mask or not? She wasn't, she don't even have a face, so she don't have nothing to put a mask on. <laughs> bitch, you ain't got no face! Bitch, you ain't got no face! Bitch, ain't got no face! <laughs> Fuck that mask, kind of a face. No, but like, so a lot of misinformation um, re- has gone so rampant because of these AIs, bots. But like, if if this gets in the hands of like the wrong person, you know what I'm saying? Like this, World like destruction. We're talking about way more than a misinformation, some information or misinformation on Facebook. Like we're talking about Quick, way call Batman. Things. Yeah, like seriously, like um they. And it's it's interesting because uh, they 
do studies to kind of try to figure out like where this misinformation is coming from and things. Um, they found in the study that YouTube's algorithm still pushes inf- misinformation. Um, and they've even narrowed down to about 12 specific people that are responsible for sharing about 65% of COVID-19 conspiracy theories on social media. Yep. Like based on they, this. They're so, cracking down on it. You know, the yeah. um, F- well, not the FCC, the FTC and the FCC. Yeah. They've been um, going hard on Facebook and YouTube, which is basically the same entity. So, yeah. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I their concern, though, as this gets more and more developed and people are more and more interested in using it is it's going to become, you know how easy it is to, to know when we have like a phishing scam email or whatever, like how mm-hmm. we can totally tell that's not some shit that we should be opening or yes. whatever. It's yes. going to get to the point where it's not going to be that easy to, to, to determine that. Mm-hmm. Like they're, the AIs are getting way smarter where now the, the, the subject of the email isn't like gibberish and gobbledygook. You know what I'm saying? Well, like well, it's like well, actual things. Like robocalls too, so that so that yeah. means that now the robocall people won't, won't be Indian. So what's gonna happen to the Indian? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they'll, Damn, still, they'll still be they'll still be there for for fucking uh, T-Mobile calls and shit. But anyway, okay. so <laughs> and AT and T because when I work for AT and T. When I worked for AT&T, those white people were very upset that Indians was answering the phone. So they'll still have a job there, too. Um, <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> like, can I tell you white people be upset when they can't, when when a nigga don't have their accent? <laughs> the Where's your way? manager? Like, or like when like I answer the phone, they're like, oh, are you do you live in America? Do it sound like a nigga? Did, what? Yes, 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 yes. I am Thank an American, ma'am. Thank goodness. And then they go into this long, like racist tirade about why they didn't want to talk to the last person. Nigga, I don't need to hear all of that. Like, how can I help you right now with my English speaking ass? Okay, let's move on. <laughs> uh. Speaking of, um, I guess, nonsense, um, I mean, we are both Kanye West fans um, way um, to an extent, right? Because, like, I, Kanye has grown, I've grown out of Kanye or Kanye has grown out of me. I don't know which one it is. I don't know who, I don't know who changed up on who. But like one mm-hmm. of us changed up on, on the other one, and it's just really not what it was, what it used to be. I don't know what it was. I don't know if it was me. But I'm checking my body to see if Kanye is in, in in me. You know, <laughs> a little Kanye lives in all of us. So listen, yes. um, um, Donda. First off, um, are you? Are you are you wanting to hear it? No, I didn't pay attention. I knew it wasn't going to come out. No, no. Yeah, I, I, I went I went through the same thing with uh, what was the album? Uh, uh, Life of Pablo. I went through this whole thing with Life of Pablo. Like, remember when he was coming out with Life of Pablo and he had track lists? Then it was called Waves. It was called Wave Length. You say 
Pablo, my name is Pablo, and then the album was supposed to come out, then it didn't come out after he did the big fashion show, so now I don't give a fuck, man. Okay. So, whenever it does come out, okay, so I know that you're, like, we can all agree that Kanye is the worst when it comes to releasing music. We'll give him that for sure. But, um, are you, are you, is there any excitement no. Like for whenever it comes out, like the fact that you've even heard any new music, like is it is there any no, excitement? About I didn't it? even I didn't even listen to to the whole okay. fashion show, Rip the Runway, you know, in the Nigga, middle of Cincinnati, Ohio. You know, I like I I really want to care. That's the thing. I really yeah. You know, he's like he's like that. Uh, how can I say it? He's like that one ancient nigga in your life that you just. Want them to get their shit together, you know, like you rooting for them, but you can't because they fucking up your mental health. You know what I'm saying? You got two to three <laughs> kids off of them. You know what I'm saying? That's what Kanye does to me, man. Like I get oh, he kids make you to feel watch, like Kim man. Kardashian. Like <laughs> no, no. Let me tell you something. Kim K. Kim K. Said jackpot, ring, ring, ring. That's what Kim K said. All right. Know. You know she wasn't. She was gonna there be too. She yeah. was there too. And they was matching yeah. this shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's 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 a part of the Chris Jenner experiment. You know, this is all um, this is her listen, black mirror Chris, verse. Listen, we like to talk about mad scientists and history, nigga. But if y'all don't name Chris Jenner in it, like <laughs> y'all call her mama jer if you want to. She's a mad scientist. So listen, <laughs> um, okay. So I don't know what I want to cover first regarding this. Cause, mm-hmm. okay, so let's start here. He had a listening party. Wasn't it in Atlanta at the Mercedes Benz mm-hmm. Stadium? Yeah. Okay, so he mm-hmm. had a listening party. Um, and um, like he said, very rip the runway esque. Um, he had a stocking cap over his head. And, um, like, <laughs> Nigga had a sock on his head. Why did you laugh? I was almost. He had, a, beda- he had a bedazzled sock on his face, man. I ain't got time he had me. he had one of the he had one of those fucking church nurse fucking uh, stockings. The fucking what do you call them? knee highs? He had a knee high on, and um, just all red. Um, and he was just he wasn't singing. There was no microphone. He was just letting the music play and letting everybody in the stu- in the stadium just look at him, enjoy his music. Like that, just looking at his big eyes. As a Gemini, I have to say, is that oh, not Lord. is that not very a Gemini like thing to do? No, I don't. <laughs> to invite people and just invite everybody that you can think of. And just be like, all right, y'all, y'all see, look, listen, to, listen to this greatness that I just did. I, I'm not gonna sing yeah. it to y'all. I could have just been sitting up there with y'all because I'm literally not, not doing anything down here, just letting y'all listen to this greatness. That is such a that's so on brand with Gemini's. That like, I that's it's it's the little Gemini shit that he do like that that just really keeps me like it keeps me right here, it keeps me right here. So, 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 so basically, <laughs> just, so basically, Gemini's are just people who just. Gathers just to say me 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 mom. We bring mom, every mom, we bring everybody mom. we know. Yes, we bring mom. everybody we know, 
And then we just stand in the middle. <laughs> and sometimes we don't even have anything for y'all. We just be like, you welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. You're, You're welcome. welcome. Nigga, here. you should be honored to be standing in my presence, is what Kanye gave y'all the other night. <laughs> Nigga, y'all lucky I let y'all hear this shit. Listen. Ugh, I would have the biggest um, attitude. I could, like, like if somebody don't hand this motherfucker a microphone, can you at least, can you give me, can you give me Mariah Carey at the concert where you give me a little, every like three to five words and then you stop for like two minutes and then you give me. Wait, so you want to hear know it? That he rem- no, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It was just like, I sat there and I was just like, this nigga really just invited everybody, put on his favorite outfit, and was just like, here it is, y'all. <laughs> y'all probably might not ever get y'all own copy of this, but here goes some shit I was just fucking around with. <laughs> I have arrived. I've arrived. Like- I'm here. And my wife is matching with me, even though we're not together no more. Like that nigga um, wish he could float. He wishes he could float like Prince. Nigga, you know if, he if he could have uh, uh, levitated off of the ground this much, that would have been enough for him that night. Yes, he wishes that he's Prince. God. I'm surprised God. that they didn't like make the floor look like water. <laughs> mm. Mm, that's a fire I'm idea. I'm That's surprised. A, don't I'm let surprised. me don't let me don't let me like make it big and like have a like have a big live podcast show on water. You know what I'm saying? I'll be full work on the water. Bang 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 ski ski ski. Bang 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 ski ski ski. It's time for the <laughs> it's time for the podcast host. It's time for the podcast host. Look at us. Okay, but listen. <laughs> so the reason I bring Donda up because Unlike me and Doug, there are mad people that are very um, into this and but very much anticipating it. Um, imagine going, let's back up. Do you remember when the first Sunday service thing happened? And mm-hmm. he had everybody come and it was free. And everybody's like, oh man, Kanye's so dope for this. And, and we were okay with the music. We were fine. Um, and then he charged $55 for some cold eggs and some bacon. <laughs> So very on brand with that, very on brand with like Firefest Kanye edition. Um, he, <laughs> some people released the menu uh, of oh. the venue, and menu. yeah, um, it was. Let me see if I can pull it up. The picture. Now I don't know how tr- how true this is. I'm gonna put it on the screen. If you have it, hold on one second. Um, so I don't know how true this is. I mean, I, I'll just, I'll just put it up there. So there you go. Can you guys, can you see it? Yes, I can see. Okay. So I'm going to just read it off to you. So it just says the, um, menu is you can get some kettle corn. Um, I don't know how much you're thinking that kettle corn costs. Um, this was going to cost <laughs> you about $35. Um, if you would like an assorted snack basket, it's a bag full of a basket full of gluten-free chips, bars, and jerky. You don't know what kind of bars. Those are $65. Um, you've got crispy chicken tenders. I guess the crispy makes them more expensive. Those are 50. Um, you've got mm. some all beef, you've got some all beef kosher franks, which are $40. Um, cookies and brownies, $45. 
Um, <laughs> now I'm, I have to hope that these are like for like the sweets and like the people that have like multiple things. Like, cause for $40, you're going to need to bring me like 40 hot dogs. <laughs> 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 I can't imagine. Like, they do for do $35, that dollars, I need, I need you to open up the door and just funnel cor- kettle corn in until I can't breathe. Like, <laughs> until you we're know swimming they do that in it. at like, baseball games. What? Oh, those prices? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, like I know. I work. I work at. I work at an arena in Vegas that they charge nineteen dollars for a can, like a tall can of beer. Like about yeah, like 32, 20, mm-hmm. 24 ounces, 24 ounces. Exactly. There you go. 24 ounces mm-hmm. of beer cost you about 18 to $19 and you got to tip me. So I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> like, and I got balance with me. And I need mine. <laughs> and I need mine. Um, so we spend about $30. I'm just kidding. Um, but so, um, I'm hoping that these are stayed. These are the prices for the fucking things. It was the only menu that got released, though, so it's interesting. Does that mean that if you were not rich enough to afford that thirty-five dollar dollar kettle corn, that you can't eat? Like, was mm. I hungry if I couldn't aff- if I wasn't up in the things? That's what I'm wondering. Yeah, you, you know, Kanye keeping you somewhere for at least two hours, like. But here's the thing about this whole shit, right? Is that Kanye is probably one of the last uh, people. Artists in the whole world who's still getting raped by record labels. Because I feel like when this is all said and done, he's going to be, I'm broke. Jay-Z, don't send your shooters at me. I ain't got you no money. So? You think You think so? Hey, I feel like he's spending money that he doesn't have. I, I, I think but have. white people are buying those prison shoes and prison clothes. Like Y'all are buying these prison clothes. Yeah, I think he made it. I just feel like he'll just waste it all on something. I don't know. Like, even though Kanye's one of those dudes that be like, nigga, I'm not a nigga. I'm not a nigga. But he's still wasting <laughs> his money like a dude, you know. Like a nigga. <laughs> like, I'm not a nigga, y'all. But you know, I'm, I'm still buying, I'm still putting the dazzled socks on my head. I'm still you know, <laughs> buying space shoes that only 10 people can buy. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm fencing, but I'm not. You know, I spent all this money getting my hair dyed in Calabasas. I just feel like he's just wasteful. Mm. And he that's likes his girl's assholes bleach, so that's a whole nother bill. Hey, yo. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he said. Okay, so <laughs> you can't put it in the song and not make me, and I don't bring it back up. Okay, so. <laughs> hey, yo. <laughs> um, so. So you go to this thing, you go to Donda, and let's say you're super excited and you spend $65 on some chicken or $50 on chicken tenders. How do you recoup your money? I will tell you how to recoup your money. You bring an empty Ziploc okay. bag Ooh. to the to the listening party. You open it up Ooh. and then you quickly close it <laughs> so you can capture some motherfucking air from the Don- the Ooh. Donda listening party and put it on eBay oh. for $3.3 million. That's what you do. That's how you recomp your fucking oh. $50. <laughs> like this air, though? This air? This air. I'm going to show you the mm-hmm. picture, guys. 
Um, it is <laughs> it is literally just a Ziploc bag with some with some air in it. I don't know whose air, <laughs> but you could now. Here's the thing: when people say authenticity, right? He's at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium. So if you really want that air, this is probably going to be your best, uh, your best uh, person for it. So like, did he like put this thing like up against a fan? The no, the, the that that would that would be fan air, honey. He simply <laughs> opened the bag up, <laughs> and the breath, the breath of Kanye. During during oh. this performance, jumped into the bag and he quickly sealed it. He actually probably wrote on it before he came, before he got there. That's what's Hashtag so funny. He rare. brought this. Hashtag, Hashtag rare, rare air, stupid ass. Rare air, nigga. Listen, <laughs> it says air from the Donda drop. And he made sure he got a picture of you, of him holding it at the Donda drop. Kanye, you see little ass Kanye. I'm gonna put it back up so you can see little ass Kanye underneath it. So again, so you know it's very authentic. Okay, <laughs> like, here go little Kanye right there. You see him? <laughs> so that's how you recomp your money when you go to a album party of Kanye West. Um, and what's so crazy is that it's on sale for $3.3 million. But why I got to pay $4 in shipping? Like, that's not covering it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to figure out why $3.3 million really enough to, to send me a fucking Ziploc bag. <laughs> hey, man. Homie probably just wanted like two hot and spicies in a in a large fry from McDonald's. You know McDonald's inflation is crazy. He probably wanted that folk, extra folk. I mean, the one guy got the sixty thousand dollars from the air from the uh, the Yeezus tour. Oh. And it was in a Ziploc, oh. and it just said "Air from Kanye Show," and niggas bought it. So like. Like I thought when you said air, I literally thought that you meant like he went to the uh to the hand dryer, you know what I'm saying? It just like stuffed that shit in. I don't know I that that would count because that would that's just regular that's just any air that would be in there no matter who was there if you just get oh, it out the thing. I didn't you know have to like was... get some authentic Donda air. So was he like waving the bag around like he was catching butterflies or some shit? Like, really like, 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 like SpongeBob when he'd be catching jellyfish. Yeah. Like <laughs> I, I don't know, Lord. Like this nigga was trying to catch a lightning bugs. You know how a folk be trying to catch a lightning yes. bug with it, but with a Ziploc bag. That's you know that's hard. You know because you can't just get it all in one swoop with the Ziploc bag. <laughs> I feel like I feel like the air in any space that Kanye's in is just so thick. <laughs> like you should be able to grab a chunk and throw it into a bag. <laughs> Probably a lot of disgruntled air in there from niggas like I can't believe I paid fifty dollars for these and they're not even crispy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Man, they probably soggy, man. Probably soggy. Soggy ass. I mean, anytime you gotta like put crispy in front of the chicken tenders, it makes me feel like you weren't really gonna try to make them crispy in the first place. <laughs> like, 
Like crispy garbage. is like like don't put crispy on front and like on front like it's fried Only, like that's not really the same thing. Yeah. Like, Yo, don't Chris, I just fried some chicken hard on Saturday. Yes, I just had some yesterday. I just (laughs) fried it hard when I was watching podcast happy hour, baby. Listen. Fuck out of here with my fish grease. No, I want fish grease. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't fish grease. It wasn't fish grease. grease. But um, yeah, man. So there's that. Let's move on. <laughs> uh, um, speaking of speaking of people that I think are terrorists, uh, let's talk about um, let's talk about how I think Kraft Mac and Cheese is definitely out to take us all out. Um, if you guys listen to my show at all, and I, here's the thing is that I feel like I've had so many craft stories. And I need to be the first person to tell y'all, I don't even eat that shit. Like, so let's start there. Like, literally, I, if my kids want that, I will make that and I will like make something else for myself. Like, I literally don't eat that shit at all. But like, I feel like I have so many stories about them over the last like year. I feel like y'all think I like them, but I really don't. It's really just like, I need to like bring y'all attention to like the terrorism that's happening in our own soil. Uh, so here we go um, <laughs> so oh, last so last fall they came out with the pumpkin spice mac and cheese flavor in february they came out with a candy flavored mac and cheese for valentine's day <sighs> here we are um in the summertime and these niggas want to make ice cream um, they decided to not make the ice cream and they they decided to go with a very um, I guess it's a rich like a it's a Brooklyn based ice cream company called Van Lewin ice cream. I guess they're like a very like ritzy ice cream place. I don't know anything about it. Um, and they introduced a limited edition macaroni and cheese flavor of ice cream. When I was reading on how they like thought of it, it always it, it only sounds like, they took vanilla ice cream and then poured that like yellow powder in it. And then like, and then like returned it and then like, and then like fed it to people. Um, they said that they wanted to combine two of the most iconic comfort foods. Um, and I just don't know who asked for this. <laughs> you know, I know people, you know, I work <laughs> fuck out of here. <laughs> I also I also made uh, mac and cheese with that fried hard chicken. Fuck out of here. <laughs> no, you know, like, I know people who actually tries these new flavors. You know, or excuse me, I work with people who actually tries these, you know, um, pumpkin spice ass, craft ass, you know, boxed mm-hmm. ass, you know, stovetop ass, stupid mac and cheese ass mm-hmm. stuff and like the girl got mad at me because I just told her that her mac and cheese wasn't real, you know. And like, I think I got in trouble. <laughs> Is it wait? That. Why did you say it wasn't real? Because it wasn't baked, just, or yeah, because it wasn't it came baked. Out of a box? Yeah. Okay, gotcha. All of the above, Chris. All of the above. All of the above. Is it? Can we really call it macaroni when it's not baked? Isn't it just shells and cheese? Like low key. Look, I, look, think I just watched that. I, I just watched that uh, Netflix show where the where the nigga was going back to Africa to learn how slaves cook food and stuff. Okay, you know, and technically, 
technically it's not stovetop, you know, because they was putting that shit over a fire. But but <laughs> it's not real. It's not real. Right. It's right. not real. Right. You gotta bake it. It has to be baked. Because that's how they um, bake shit back in the day. Yeah, okay. like it just makes more sense. Um, yeah. but the company wants you to know that, you know, not only does it taste delicious. Uh, but it's also made with high quality ingredients and contains no artificial flavors, preservatives, or dyes, just like Kraft macaroni and cheese. But like, is that yellow a natural yellow? <laughs> right. Because I used to eat them little joints, uh, the 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 little Easy Max mac and cheese cups. You know, the Easy Max. I lived yeah, on that yeah. shit in school. Yeah, same here. For like that's why three, I hate that shit now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was about to say this shit get, literally would fuck my head up, you know. Yeah, <laughs> it, 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 I would have headaches. I can't wait. I can't wait for the. I can't wait for the class action suit on on Easy Mac, nigga. We're gonna get so paid. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Did you have the extra cheesy Easy Mac any time between the <laughs> the years of two thousand and eight and two thousand and eleven? <laughs> You may be due to compensation. Click on this website for a potential recall. (laughs) And I'm going to be like, I had so much of that shit. Um, Yeah, I don't really know why they did this, but it came out, it just came out on the 14th um, because I don't know if you knew, but the 14th was National Macaroni and Cheese Day. So they did, they had, um, they had this for sale in New York, California, New Jersey, and Texas. Surprisingly, it was sold out within the first few hours of every location. Who are these people and what do they want from us? <laughs> so because it's sold out, they're totally in the making of possibly continuing with it and having it in the freezers for you to purchase. And 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 you and these white people wonder why it's really hard for us to accept them and why we you know, ugh. like it just grinds yeah. my gears, man. Like, yeah, it looks pretty gross. And the picture that the the news people got on it is very, it looks very gross. It's like drippy. It's nasty. Anyway, um, <laughs> it's not real good, by the way, can I just say that? Can I just say that? Can I just say you're that? absolutely right? So much of the things that I give y'all here are not real. It's real, but it shouldn't be. <laughs> well, 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 this, well, this is. Well, this is podcast content, or um, as the good yeah. brothers from Views from the Seven would say, it's a comedy podcast. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> as they as they would say, but like right. that shit, like I, I just need to just point this out because you know, for those who don't know, my nine to five is legit journalism, and people have literally gotten in trouble for reporting stories. Bullshit just like this, man. Except for that Subway tuna fake-ass sandwich. You know, the fake-ass tuna. You know, that's low-key chicken. You know, that's some shit right there for you. That's some, <laughs> <laughs> some shit for you. Niggas been I mean, are you, mad? Are, you mad? are you mad that it's chicken instead of fish? Like, it could have been something way worse. <laughs> Look, man, I'm not mad. I'm not, I'm not mad. I grew up in a food desert. You feel what I'm saying? So, like, I didn't... <laughs> I didn't know what GMO was until la- until the pandemic hit us. Mm-hmm. You hear me? <laughs> I didn't know what that shit was till I was in fucking. I see. Oh, oh, yes. Hello there, Whole Foods. Yes. 
Right. Hello, Whole Foods. I can't believe it's actually, I can't believe it's actually butter. <laughs> oh, this is really butter? That's what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> oh, y'all think it's got butter? <laughs> doing this but i guess if you want to taste it stay tuned because it sold out very fast and they are definitely trying to take your coins um yeah, calm down folks it's, it's coming back I, ugh, ugh, ugh. I gotta click out of it because i'm just i'm grossed out okay so anyway let's um speaking of niggas <laughs> speaking of niggas <laughs> what niggas is he talking about uh, <laughs> um morgan wallen is a country and western mm-hmm. singer, I guess. I don't really know much about him except that he likes to say the the he likes to say nigga. Um, <laughs> it happens. <laughs> I don't know anything else besides that. <laughs> um, he got in trouble in February because he was like just on like somebody's like it was him and his friends and like they were like in somebody's driveway and he I think he was referring to one of his white friends, but he was basically like. In the way that I'm going to like Chris summarize this, he was basically like, get this nigga in the house or like something like that, right? Because <laughs> <laughs> he was, <laughs> he said his friend was drunk, everybody was drunk, and one of the wives was trying to get their husband up out of here, and he used the N word in that situation. So I can only assume that that's what it was. I get this sloppy ass nigga up out of here. <laughs> So that happened in February. He has really not had an interview or anything since then. Um, uh, iHeartRadio took his songs from the major radio networks. Um, His company suspended his contract. But in the midst of all of this, (laughs) he's still the number one selling artist of this year. Um, now I'm not gonna. He definitely is. I'm not going to necessarily get into the the specifics of why, because we all know racism. Um, but um, he decided to talk to Michael Strahan because you know he's on Good Morning America. If y'all didn't know that, he's not just talking to an old nigga that play football. Um, he works. He works. He's on Good Morning America now. Because um, like other. Because if if he didn't, if he didn't. If he wasn't on Good Morning America, like this conversation literally don't make sense. <laughs> but anyway, so and then like, is Michael Strahan the black man that we want to have a conversation with this white man about this? Like, don't get me started. Don't get me started. I mean, no I literally just got started on this whole journalism fucking rant. Okay, Michael Strahan. What? What? Where does it? Is this what I went to school for? Nigga, is this what he went to school for, Doug? For for Michael Strahan to be having racially charged conversations with a nick with a, a nigga. <laughs> on Good Morning when, America. On Good Morning America. This is oh, this is what Chris. we trained for. See, Chris, you know what you're doing to me. This, you know what you're doing to me. You are bringing back um, an old Doug that I had to bury deep, deep, deep. <laughs> Not the old Doug dead and gone. <laughs> yeah, deep, 
be the the dog that got in trouble, that literally got in trouble for everything, for every episode that he did. <laughs> That's what you're doing right now. I'm That's sorry. what you're doing. You know, I'm, I'm sorry. You know, I, I uh, Michael Strahan as a athlete was a pretty good athlete, but Absolutely. you know. All I see him doing right now is just dancing for some watermelon. But um, you know, yo, when him and when him and, white lady, see, when him and that white lady was they was key can in the morning. I couldn't take it, nigga. Look, it's I I I think that shit is like a disgrace to you know. Ugh. Anyway, what I'll say is this: as much yeah. as uh, I love and I. do i love a good racist joke mm-hmm. but i i want me to say you know what you do you want me to feel bad for you i and, and i love racist jokes like literally my parents <laughs> would look at me like a kid who had a problem mm-hmm. because i would watch you know that late night comedy central and you know, like the great, like good racist jokes, like uh, yeah, what was yeah, the joke yeah, yeah. that the lady said, yeah, yeah, stuff like that. So I think it's kind of funny that he got. You know, I was the type of person who would try to force my white friends to say, you know, the n word. Now I have no white friends because I don't trust anybody. You know, <laughs> at this stage in my life. <laughs> And I, I mean, that's interesting that you that's interesting that you brought that up though, because I do have a question about that. Mm-hmm. Um because there are some like people that I that like find entertainment and getting their white friends to say that. What was your mm-hmm. end game back then when you was when you were that person? Like what was the um, end game? Like a, a, like were you gonna beat his ass afterwards? Because that's no, all I can think of. No, 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 I wasn't gonna do that. <laughs> I wasn't gonna do that. I wasn't really a you know, a fighter. I just thought that shit was just always okay. Cause we, I did it. Backstory. I did it to yep. my white friends when I was, when we were camp counselors at a Christian camp, you know. <laughs> so, so like, what did you say about black people? What did you say about Malcolm right. X? Did you just mm-hmm. say nigga? You know, and uh, I just love seeing them sweat. Honestly, I wasn't okay. going to do anything. You know, like, uh, 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 you know, like freaking the fuck out. That's about it. Yeah. Yeah. I do. Okay. I, I just started listening to country music again. Damn. <laughs> so let me tell you guys a little bit about this. Um, so basically, Michael brings him on to just be like, hey, bro, what happened in fucking February? And um, I feel like I shouldn't Chris paraphrase this. So I'm going to try to give you what he's saying here. <laughs> hey, bro, what the fuck happened? I mean, shit. <laughs> I have the fuck happened in February, bro. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay, so let's see. Hold on, let me try to get to it. He basically was in, was saying in the interview, like, all I can really do is tell my own truth. Um, he says that him and his friends always say dumb stuff together. Like, <laughs> I'm just mad that nigga, nigger is in that, like. I hate that nigger isn't yo dumb stuff to say to each other. Um, so, but this is what he says. And I quote, uh, no, I don't think that it just happened. 
I was around some of my friends and we just, we say dumb stuff together. In our minds, it's playful. It sounds ignorant, but that's really where it came from. And it's wrong. We were all clearly drunk. And I was at, this is the part that I, I paraphrased earlier. That's This is why I came to the conclusion. Because he said, we were all clearly drunk and I was asking his girlfriend to take care of him because he was drunk and he was leaving. What that sound like? Get this drunk nigga up out of here. Hey. Get your, get oh, messy nigga. ass nigga up out of here. Right, man. Come get your, come get your nigga. <laughs> and he said, I didn't mean it in any derogatory manner at all. Here's my question. <laughs> so let's say you and your homies just around saying crazy, silly, random shit, right? Mm-hmm. Are we not going to talk about which friend took the camera out? So somebody somebody definitely knew that that was some shit that you shouldn't have said. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Like I've never I've never been out with my friends and we went through some crazy shit and some crazy shit happened and then all and then the next day I wake up and it's on the internet and now I'm like implicated in being a racist. Like that's never happened. Because either no. we're all saying that silly shit, we all being silly and saying these crazy words, or <laughs> you're saying it and your friends are like, nigga, what the fuck? <laughs> right. Like, that was me. I was that guy where uh, my friends would record me mm-hmm. uh, going on these drunken rants. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Drunken high rants. So, yeah. Yeah. But never racist. <laughs> yeah. Some people would call okay. me racist. Some people. I mean, okay, but we're talking. Okay, so. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you you feel me? So straight, so straight hand pressed him and said, "Well, why did it feel appropriate to like ever use that word?" And he just says, "Like, I just don't ever think I sat down and thought, like, hey, is this right or wrong? Like, no, they don't think. Is that what you do? They don't think. I mean." Did he, did he just write a list of crazy, funny things he was going to say to his friends that night? And then he got to nigga, he was like, for sure. <laughs> I circled that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I say this at least three times tonight. Like, 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 he, like he wrote a list of like all yes. the, you know, the, the slang, like, hey, get your boy. Hey, whose <laughs> man's is this? You know, uh, yo, who the fuck is this guy? You know, is this your nigga? Nah. Hey, get, this, get this nigga up out of here. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's it. That's the one. I feel <laughs> get, like someone on that list. He <laughs> <laughs> said it in the mirror a couple times. But yeah. I feel like on that list somewhere there was can a nigga borrow a pencil? I know, like, I know <laughs> that he wrote that on <laughs> Like, hey, 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 y'all nigga, y'all nigga got a piece of paper. <laughs> Do you niggas have hey. a piece of paper? Hey. Oh my god. What about a pen though? You ain't got a pen for a nigga. Do you niggas do you niggas have a designated driver? <laughs> hey, which nigga took a shit in my bathroom? You know that was <laughs> Which one of y'all niggas? Which one of you niggas? Listen, so <laughs> So basically he's just he's basically kind of apologizing. But like, also just being like, well, like we were just playing. Like, oh, okay, oh, okay. Like, in twenty twenty one, are we still in a lo- in a place where you could just say that and 
and it's just like you're just playing. I don't know. But here's the thing that probably bothered me the most. This is why I asked earlier if Michael Strahan was really the black person that we wanted to have a conversation with this man. Um, because he went to go ahead and say how um hold on, wait. He basically was just saying like how like the word is a negative connotation and stuff like that and, and stuff like that. And I just feel like a real black person would have explained it better to a white person and just been really explicitly explicit and said, you can't use it. Mm-hmm. Like I get tired of like, cause I'm a person that obviously says that, that shit a lot. So I just get tired of people, um, of black people, um, explaining, explaining it away to white people and, and, and explaining that it's like, I can say it cause it's cause it we've taken like, that's our word and we've taken it. I can say it all the fuck I want to, but it's when you say it. Cause when there's never any negative, there's, I mean, well, when we use nigga, the negative connotation is in another part of the sentence. It's not at the nigga, like where in a white person using it, the negative connotation is in that word. Like, and I feel like Michael didn't do an excellent job at explaining that. He would just kind of say, like, he kind of made it, he made it seem like all words matter. Like, you can't say that. Like, you can't, <laughs> like, like, they, like, this word is just very rude and, like, nobody uses it and it's super derogatory. And that's not true. Your community can't use it because you guys, you guys started it out, started, had it start out as a derogatory term. And so we took it, flipped it and reversed it. And now we can say it and you never can say it again. Like, and every time you say it, these are the things that are going to happen. That's what he should have said. He should have been like, it's just a bad word. Like, nigga, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, get this nigga out of here, man. Bring this, the next nigga in the room. Can somebody get the next designated black man? Can somebody get the next designated black man? And then it's okay. going to be like, then the only people, if, if it would have been who? Fucking Brian Gumbel, Wayne Brady. I'm trying to think of all the white Brian people. Brian Gumbel crying ass. <laughs> crying ass. Nigga, <laughs> I cannot. Crying ass niggas, man. I can't. So, so basically, I don't know if this white man walked away from the situation feeling like he not going to say it again. Is what I'm saying. That's the point of the story. So okay. that's it. Let's move Thank on. You. Thank you. I mean, because yeah. his record sales didn't stop. And no, niggas are still it. wanting him to come perform, still wanting him to come perform and shit. So really, it didn't really stop him. And this is the same guy that I don't know if you guys remember. He got uninvited from SNL because he was talking about how COVID doesn't exist, and then he was like out like <clears throat> parlaying and shit like two days before he was supposed to perform it. So they so they got yeah. This is the same guy. So like I don't mm-hmm. think that he learns anything from his mistakes because two months later he was back on SNL, and just like right now, people are still wanting his money. And people are still giving him money and still like running up the the songs, like so. I don't think that this conversation was it didn't it it, it had no purpose. Michael Strahan is what I'm telling you because you have done nothing to like reiterate how wrong he was for using it. You just kind of just tried to condemn the word instead well, of condemning that nigga. It's just you don't. I mean, I just want to. I just want. To have Michael Strahan's agent, you know, because that nigga can't talk, he can't really think, and he got so and he got so many jobs. He be having so many jobs on different platforms. Yeah, on com- on competitors, that's a big deal. Yeah. yeah, give me give me that nigga's job. I bet one boy walked out from that interview. Was like, what the streams looking like? Shit, nigga. I mean, <laughs> I'll do this interview. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I'll ask him. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. So speaking of white stuff, 
Um, let's talk about how um, in Maine, a man and a woman were arrested um, following the discovery of cocaine that was disguised as cake in their vehicle. Um, they had four pounds of cocaine, um, $1,900 in cash, which I'm assuming is like drug money, maybe possibly. Mm-hmm. And uh, they put it in like this, like this, like Mexican cake package, but like, <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't get over it. Cause they put coffee grinds on top of the cocaine. Like, I don't think that works for anything else besides weed guys. Mm-hmm. I don't think you can like, like, I don't like, cause like, <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. Like, like, uh, how do I explain this? Coffee masks the the smell of the THC because like that's so. But like coke, like pure cocaine, I've never been around it. Let me just say that first off. But I feel I like it doesn't give th- does it give the same like oh there's coke in the room like when a nigga has a a, a loud pack. Well, when I first saw cocaine, I was fourteen. I was a fourteen year old freshman in high school. And homie just okay. pulled it out of his pocket, you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, I got this white, and I just, you know, my nerd ass. I was like, oh, I gotta get the fuck up out of here. You know what I'm saying? Oh. <laughs> I was like, hey, I, gotta get, left. <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta get out of here before I become an accessory, you know, of a crime. Right. You know? Right. <laughs> I was like, I, I just wanted to use the bathroom, but I walked out to the other end of the, uh, to the high school. So I don't know. I've never smelled cocaine. I've been around cocaine but several I- times. Okay, right. I feel like actually we probably all have, and that's the point I'm making is that it don't smell like a fucking loud pack. So I don't no, know what coffee was going to do to stop a dog that is trained <laughs> to pull out coat to pull cocaine. Now, listen, I don't know. Can I, should I say this? I don't know if I should say this. Coffee works is what I'm going to say, okay, for marijuana. Mm-hmm. Because it masks the obvious smell, which is what, which is what, which is... So when people, I don't really feel like the dogs are sniff like are really sniffing for marijuana like that. I feel like someone else smells it and then they have the dog pick, pull the bag and then go from there. Cause I really just don't think that they, I don't think that, I don't think that that's what their noses, noses are trained for now. Not when like, like white people are dying of other things. Like they have those things to worry about. They don't care about <laughs> It's true, you know. Once, once a, a group of white people die from something, like, ugh, like stop the fucking presses, like. It's so now they have, so now they have these dogs trying to sniff out fentanyl and coke and stuff like that, and not weed. But again, the whole point is, I don't, I have never in my whole life. You can take out a bag of coke, right? And it's just you just see it's a bag of coke. If you take out a bag of weed, you can smell it too. That's what the coffee grinds is for. The coffee grinds are not. For the, like the like the what is it like the internal smell like the it's it's the mm-hmm. coffee is simply just the masking of the musk like it's not going to stop mm-hmm. a trained dog from smelling a brick of cocaine in your bag <laughs> mm-hmm. and it, and the and the coffee was like sprinkled so like frivolously like they really tried <laughs> like they they tried but it's just like. Mm, Coffee in a cake. It's and heard, it wasn't. I've heard so cake was, stories. Yeah, but it's like inside of a cake. Mm-hmm. It's yes. not like 
They didn't even, that's what I'm saying. Like the cake is gone, guys. They literally just put a brick <laughs> of cocaine and did like this with some coffee and then and then package it up. That's what I'm saying. Oh, I'm not telling people how to traffic your drugs. I'm just telling y'all to do it better than this. Like, um, like I've literally, listen, I've never fucking heard anybody say, oh, you trying to you trying to hide the you trying to hide some cocaine, sprinkle some coffee on it. If you if nope, the only time you ever hear coffee is with weed because again it's just masking that 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 like outlandish mm-hmm. musk. And that's, I'm trying to tell y'all like I've been I've been through fucking security. I've been through things. I don't think that the dogs can smell the weed. They smell that the somebody else smells it and then pulls you out of line. I'm trying to tell you, and that's all I'm gonna say before I implicate myself. Look, I was, I was gonna say the same thing, you know, because um, I had a in college, I had a roommate who was um, into pharmaceuticals. You know, mm-hmm. what I'm saying I could say now because what he called it, statute of limitations or whatnot. Oh, okay, yeah. uh, we're we're, yeah, yeah, we're there. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like he and the coffee beans was a thing. Um, they were also hiding it. In, he was also hiding it in uh. uh Vaseline, you the petroleum jellies uh, joints. Yep, yep, so, yep. You know, but for me, yeah. for me, coffee is just a easier, a easier yeah. thing because I can just go get a bag of Starbucks coffee and then act like I'm bougie and I only drink my coffee wherever I'm going. Yeah, or just go to Smith's, and, you know, and get it for three dollars. Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. Okay, or that. Yeah, that's. I just said <laughs> yeah. Starbucks when it came up. I definitely, yeah. it always be like some fucking like signature blend, okay? Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> a bitch is not drinking that coffee, nigga. I'm getting yeah, to where I'm going. I'm doing this to it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not drinking that. I don't care. Um, but yeah, so guys, it's 2021. People are finding ways to scam your grandmother better. I need you to learn how to move drugs better. We are, we have to all we have to evolve as people. Okay, that's all I'm saying. Growth. <laughs> I, okay, I don't want saying. you to lose. I want you to learn. That's it. That's it. All right. Let's move on. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, hold on, where am I? Where am I? Seven, eight. Okay, cool. So, okay, something that fucking totally blew my mind this week. Like, I actually don't even know if my life will ever be the same. Um, mm. just. Not disturbing, just, just, I don't, I really don't even know how to explain it. I'm just going to tell you. Guys, I found out this week that fucking Taco Bell cinnamon twists are made out of noodles. I need, right? Right. So, I know that you're like, how could it be made out of noodles? It's important to know that it's not made out of regular noodles so they're like noodles that are rotini shaped but you can't use rotini so a girl actually did it rotini is just going to burn obviously um what you're actually going to be looking for is something that's going to like puff up there is this uh noodle that you can get from like a mexican store and basically what they do they look like rotinis um, and you sit them in the in the the grease, and they immediately puff up within like thirty seconds. Um, I'm trying to find out what it's called, but I'm gonna show it to you. See if I can show it. All right, hold on. 
I swear I'm gonna get like more seamless with these like sharing screen shits. Okay. All right, you can see this? Yes, I can. Okay. Oh shit. Oh my god, this is Israel right now. Israel right now. To get get out the porn. <laughs> There's no porn. <laughs> okay, so oh, oh shit. Oh shit. Oh shit. There we go. Can you see it? Noodles? Yes, yes. Okay. <gasps> just wait, just wait. So it looks like, like you're like, uh, they're lying, ain't nothing happening. Look. Fucking noodles. Like, and that's it. They're fucking they're noodles. And you're gonna come in, they're gonna take them out right now. Look at that shit. Do you see that shit? They're fucking hurts. made from noodles. And they look straight like fucking rotinis, guys. That's what's killing me. Is that they fucking look just like rotini noodles, but um they're not. I can't think I don't I'm trying to find the name of it. The name of the noodle. But um those used to be like a super favorite thing of mine when I was younger. Um and younger. yeah. Younger. Oh, you still like them? I mean, okay, here's the thing is this at at 35, nigga, I'd be forgetting to add them. Like (laughs) uh with the with the cinnamon twist, uh you say younger during the peak Mm -hmm. of my time in Las Vegas. Me and a lot of your favorite reporters that you would see on TV would go to Club Taco Bell on the strip. Club Taco Bell. Yeah, oh, and I always, always get the cinnamon joints, you know. Yeah. That's all I say. I mean, they're good. I only say younger because I definitely never went to Taco Bell when I was younger and didn't get them. Now I just be like, oh, I forget like sometimes. But like, okay, so I figured out what they're called. They're called Doros. Um, that's the noodle. And it's so interesting because I'm about to show you a picture when we Wikipedia what what they say a Doro is, and you're gonna be like, I've seen those. Kind of, kind of. So look, Mm. this is what a Duro is. And you've seen this, you've seen these. So it's still, it's made of that same stuff. You've seen these like at Mexican stores or like the the Mexican like carp or whatever. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So that's all it is. Um, They are made out of um, like puff wheat, um, but that's all it is. And so the ones that we see normally are the flat ones or like the pinwheel ones, but it's the same kind of thing. It's a noodle like that's puff wheat based and those are fucking cinnamon twists. And I like my whole mind is just blown and nothing is real anymore to me. <laughs> nothing is real. Nothing. And somebody was like, oh, you can make your own now. And I'm like, ah, is it going to be the same? Like, I don't want no flat ones. Like, I need the twisty ones. Like, I need the specific ones that are supposed to be the ones. And I also don't have a deep fryer, so that feels like something that I'll probably need, too. So, But, yeah, so I guess we can still just go back to buying them. They're only like a dollar at Taco Bell. (laughs) But, yeah, I didn't know. The Mexicans had it all this whole time, and we didn't know. This shit is Taco Hell, man. It's, don't say that when the fucking nacho fries just came back. I know, but this shit is, <laughs> this shit is taco hell. Like it is, it really is. Like, like, and I grew up 
like I grew up in a really, really straight up Mexican neighborhood. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. where we were shunned from you know, eating tacos. Oh, oh no. Douglas, what are you doing eating this? What is, what is this? <laughs> Douglas, what are you doing? <laughs> yes. Douglas. Listen. No, Douglas. I mean low key. No, Douglas. Low key, we you kind of get shunned in Vegas for eating Taco Bell. Same, 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 right? So like you I, I lived on the east side. You feel me? I lived, yeah. when I first moved to Vegas, I lived on the deep part of the east side. Okay. Uh-huh. So like that Taco Bell shit didn't fucking fly. It was just Roberto's all day. <laughs> yeah, feel me. Like that's all I could eat. I couldn't nah. But yeah, back yeah. growing up, Douglas, what are you doing eating this? this <laughs> even, it's not it's not even real. It's not even real beef, man. It's not even real. <laughs> oh, and now you're telling me I'm eating cinnamon noodles? What is going on yeah. with the world? Taco Bell's doing a lot over there. Um, but yeah, so that was probably the most shocking thing that I found out this week. So um Damn. let's move on to the final thing that I thought was a little bit shocking. Not so much the main story, but just like, cause I thought that you could really do stuff like this. So uh, finally guys, um, I don't know if you guys are on Twitter, if you guys have seen, uh, but Lil Uzi is saying that he is about to own um, Wasp-127B, which is a gas, gi- a gas giant exoplanet. It's like 1.4 times larger than Jupiter. Um, and um, he is, Grimes is actually the first person that started this, is that she was saying, she posted or tweeted, and we all know J- Grimes is uh, Elon Musk's baby mama. Mm-hmm. Uh, but <laughs> she was just, she said that documentation almost complete for Lil Uzivert to legally claim WASP-127B. This is huge. First human to legally own a planet. Twitter as Twitter does, has questions. Who do you pay? Who do you pay for a planet? Let's start there. Who do you give your money to? Neil Armstrong? Who do you give your money to? Bill Nye, the science guy? Neil DeGrasse... What's his name? Tyson DeGrasse? I'm not giving it to that nigga. Oh, you don't want to give it to him? Okay. No, man. Bill Nye? He he, 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 he a bit off. I'll give it to Bill Nye. Before I give it to Neil, yeah, that nigga be talking. Who do you <laughs> Not that nigga be talking. He <laughs> do. <laughs> he do, man. He, I did a we at, at by uh, we, I did a, an interview with him, and homie just would be going. I how are you? Yes, yes. Just looking like a looking like Daffy Duck. Looking like Darkwing Duck. I'm don't, sorry. Don't, uh, don't disrespect Darkwing like this. I know. I know. I know. It's a. It's a <laughs> I know. I know. I know. It's a symptom that us people, that black people have. Little seeing. Speaking of Darkwing Duck, um, he was mm-hmm. black. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Darkwing Duck I mean. was black. The the Mighty Ducks were black. You know, the cartoon okay. Mighty Ducks. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I remember. Yeah. 
I don't know, but it had, they had that one duck that had this hair. So I don't know about him. He probably wasn't black. Dang, you know. <laughs> he was he was he was the white boy that grew up in the hood, you know. I get it. He's he's yeah. uh, he's the dude that that country and western guy wants you to believe he is. Okay, cool. Yeah. So um <laughs> so um while Twitter is enjoying trying to figure out who you write a check to to own a planet. Um, some experts are saying, nigga, nobody. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, so um, a man named Franz von Der Dunk, that's, that's his name. Um, he's a professor of space law at University of Nebraska-Lincoln. He basically was like, that shit is fake as fuck. And um, he pointed to a treaty that was sponsored by the United Nations in 1967 called the Outer Space Treaty. It's the treaty forbids all nations and their citizens from claiming territory in outer space. Here's my question. What the fuck was happening in 1967 that they were afraid that niggas was gonna start like fucking claiming planets and shit? It's the fuck, it's the the Avengers type shit, man. It's the multiverse, it's the wars, the secret wars. Right, the wars that we know nothing about. You're right, you're right. Bruh, I've been I've been to Area 51. Okay. I mean, I've been there. I've, I've been, been to there. Area 15. <laughs> I've driven past Area 51, but like, you know, I just feel like mm-hmm. it's like snipers out there somewhere to like shoot you if you get too close. My uh, my old coworker um in Vegas at the station we worked at, the dude mm-hmm. uh reporter, what's his name? He just he was just on Joe Rogan, uh George Knapp. Uh, he's yeah. he's a fucking uh alien expert. Dude, and okay. he be telling me about he be, he be putting me on. He be, he be putting me on. About man. he invited me. Yeah, man. Look, I'm because <laughs> he stay out uh with the uh you know where the where the rich folks stay, you know, all the way up on the northeast side and whatnot. And he's like, You come to okay. my place, you know, I I'll show you the stars. And I'm like, Whoa, hold on, Michael Jackson. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I believe there'd be like some secret wars going on, you know. I mean, there had to have been for there to be an outer space treaty, right? So. Well, the 60s, that's the space race. So, or is it? Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Okay. So then reading this kind of made me think about, well, wait a fucking minute. You know how like when like a couple uh, or a uh, you know like when a white couple are like in love and like her, and then the boyfriend's like hey boo I bought you a star and he give her that like plaque and it'd be like showing the coordinates for that star and shit and he'd be like oh, oh I dedicated this to you and I bought it you're not actually buying a star like that star you don't own that star Becca <laughs> <laughs> So, like, you can't, like, so you can't, like, it's not really yours. And the reason that this comes down, there's two different stories, okay? Um, In 1996, a space activist, Greg Nimitz, sued NASA for landing on an asteroid that he claimed he owned. And then in 2012, um, a person named Silvio Langvin filed a suit in a courthouse in Quebec, Canada, 
claiming that he owned the planets and all in, in our solar system. And so in both of those cases, they had to be like, mm, here's the thing, in 96.7, you can't, they said, we made a treaty and you can't do that. So, and they dismissed them. But let's talk about how you, how do you own an asteroid? Don't they be moving and shit? Like, how do you even know that's your asteroid it's, now? They move. <laughs> moving. Well, we be moving. Low-key. Yeah, somebody be moving. Yeah. Somebody. <laughs> It's so they never in the same spot, you know? Yeah, how you know that's asteroid? Damn. But yeah, so it made me think about, like, damn, like, all of those fucking stars and shit that people be saying that you can have and shit, that's just not real. Like, you can't buy anything on, like, the, in outer space. The closest that people can get to owning something is, like, collecting minerals from from somewhere. Um, and that actually only happened, that only really officially started being allowed in 2015, where they began allowing corporations to collect materials from outer space to study it. But like Lil Uzi can't go out there and like scrape something off of this and be like, oh, this is mine. And he can't, and I, and I don't know who he's who he trying to buy it from, but now I'm concerned, like, bro, keep your money. Like, <laughs> like, is he just gonna? I feel like Elon Musk is the one who he gonna write this check to. He got to. Elon Musk was probably the same person that convinced him to get that doohickey in the middle of his shit, man. I don't know. And he also hashtag Neuralink, which is that, which is the fucking chips in your body and shit that Elon mm. is is into. So he hashtagged mm. that. So like. What mm. if he they they put that Neuralink in him and that fucking uh, Steven Universe jewel was just a just a send off so you wouldn't see his real scar from where his fucking <laughs> Neuralink came in? I never watched Steven Universe. Yeah, but like it's just it looked like the thing in Steve's uh, in Steven's belly button. Like <laughs> that's what he had on his forehead. <laughs> this, is, this nigga had an Infinity Stone. <laughs> he really did. Yeah, a whole infinity he stone, really man. Really Damn. And it was just like, ugh, gross. Listen, it, but it kept bleeding, so like I don't really like it never healed like a gross. Like, ugh, could you imagine? That diamond was like, I know I did not get mine for this, nigga. Said diamonds are not forever. <laughs> <laughs> not in not when they're on your forehead, right. nigga. <laughs> so apparently guys um i don't think that he can own that planet becca you don't own that star and um Ew, that's that's it that's the show <laughs> uh it's time for the one up for the week now um <laughs> if you're not oh, familiar, man, it's my guys, favorite it's just, part of the show yes yes so if you're not familiar guys it's just like something that i tell you guys to take into the next week it could be funny something that we learned from the show today anything uh, something inspiring whatever so this is what i have for you guys this week um you have to forgive your younger self and believe in your current self in order to create your future self so i think that that's something that kind of stuck and resonated with me this week um, so a lot of these, a lot of these times when it's not just like a funny one up for the week and I'm like really trying to give y'all something it's because I needed to hear it too. So I don't want you guys to ever think that I'm like giving y'all something and I'm not also like definitely like trying to preach as well. So that's why I went up for the week. Doug, what you got for us? My one up for the week is, uh, it's a quote that I learned. I might be getting this wrong. 
it basically says that trauma isn't what happens to you. It's what happens inside you. Okay. Meaning that, um, you know, a lot of fucked up shit happens to us. But when we start getting triggered, it's because we're holding on to that that trauma, that pain, that hurt, you know, because they say in trauma, you freeze in that moment. And the reason mm-hmm. why I brought this up um, is because right now I'm going through another life transition um, to the point where I will be given opportunities that my family members hasn't received um and I'm not even and I'm just turn, and I'm and I and I'm not even 30 yet you know so yeah I'll, I'll I'll explain it you know on the struggle play podcast come the two year anniversary yes. but you know it just makes you know when you start Chris I'm pretty sure you know when you start moving to different aspects of your life you start reflecting you know what I'm saying and uh I said it before, uh, by time living in Las Vegas, it was probably, it was the greatest experience and the most traumatic experience I've ever dealt with all in one, you know, because mm-hmm. <laughs> man, that's, Vegas is a lawless zone, all right? <laughs> it's a, it is lawless, lawless, it's a lawless desert. And, um, but yeah, once I learned, you know, that whenever I'm feeling triggered, Instead of me just being like, it's triggering me. I've, I've learned how to literally self-soothe, accept the pain, and understand that the majority of the stuff is in my mind. And it's helped me not become a victim, you know, of my I love that. So one up that. Yes, Friends. motherfucker. The one up for your ass. Okay, Doug, please tell everybody where they can find you and the Struggle Play podcast, please. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you much again for having me. I just want to say that before I go oh ahead my and God, talk my it. shit. Yo, yo, Chris, man, like Chris is literally the first podcaster I ever collaborated with. You know what I'm saying? And through Chris, I've been able to discover so many great casters, so many great. Um, mutual friends, you know, like the homie Jay Bug. Hey, shout to Jay. Shout out to um. Speaking of speaking of mutual friends, shout out to Nikki. I like Nikki. I love like I met I met her from coming in yes. subbing in on her yes. show on, on y'all show, and then like I love yes. her like she's amazing. I love her. Yes, yes, Nick, mm-hmm. Nick, Nick. You know, I I say it again, man. I've always loved. I will always love Nikki. You know, through mm-hmm. Chris, I've met Nikki. The homies views from the seven. Jesus Christ, Lord have mercy, man. Those dudes, <laughs> yeah, those love niggas in. Through Tamra, you know, Lexus Moore, Shan, Kyle, Autumn, you know, this is all through. This all started with Chris, you know, <laughs> and Chris was also on my show, Struggle Play Podcast as well, episode 49, where we broke down um, Jack, Jagged Itch. Yes. Was, was the Jagged that, the, that was the night you took, you gave me a ride home, huh? No, 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 no. That was was the second time. That That was the first time. Yeah, yeah, that was the first time. Yeah, the second time. Okay, can I just say this? I know like we're supposed to be closing out, but I just want to fucking say, y'all, I had never fucking met this nigga in my whole fucking life for real. Like, he was so Mm -hmm. fucking sweet and nice and fucking courteous to me. I just want to say that. You were so, like, it was like, it was, yes, yeah, I think so. I I think so. (laughs) 
Like we just like I had such a good time with you. Like your fucking energy is just so fucking unmatched. Oh, and I thank just you so much. Myself. Oh, I love you. Yes, you know we're kindred souls. You know, even though you're from the real hood in Chicago, you know I'm just from the play hood. <laughs> But anyway, like I was saying, um, the Struggle Play Podcast is where you can listen to me. New episodes drop every Monday. The Struggle Play Podcast is a podcast where I break down hip hop and R&B songs, you know, that really embodies an artist's passion, pleasure, and pain. So songs like uh, Meek Mill's Dreams and Nightmares, a shit ton of her songs, you know, a shit ton of Jagged Edge songs. You know, like I said, Chris was on episode 49 with me in the thick of the pandemic, might I add. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. Yes. And <laughs> you can follow the Struggle Play podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Twitter is struggle underscore plate. Instagram, it's at the Struggle Play podcast. You can also follow me, the one and only host, Doug, on Instagram and Twitter as well. I'm out here in these Twitter streets. Not like Chris, though. You know, Chris is <laughs> she's fully active. You know, I just sit, it's sit and observe. So you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Northside Doug. Well, thank you so much. It's been an absolute pleasure. So great to see you. So great to see you too, friend. You're my first, okay? okay? You're my first. Oh, I love it. I love it. <laughs> okay. All right, guys. That's it. It's episode 127. I'm Chris. That's Doug, and we'll see you later. Bye.